Hey guys, just a quick note. As some or all of you know, I am Ukrainian American. I was born and raised in Ukraine. And so in my business sense and my hard attempt to support freedom and to stand with Ukraine, my company, You to Shine, has launched a line of products where 100% of the profit goes to buy much needed supplies for Ukrainian people and then ship them without overhead, without any cost, all run by volunteers who are close, clients and friends, um, both here in US to acquire supplies and then in Ukraine. With that, if you would like to participate in this effort, please go to store.u2shine.com and that is S-T-O-R-E dot Y-U-2 S-H-I-N-E dot com. With every product that you buy, the profit from that product goes 100% to support Ukraine. Please wear the gear with pride and share the word. Thank you so much and much love to you as you stand for freedom, as you stand for peace, and as you stand with Ukraine. In the world of many internal and external voices, the voice you listen to is the voice that dictates your life. Would you like to discover a clear path to a life of freedom and fulfillment? Then welcome to All About The Voice podcast, where we focus on awareness, alignment, and action in order to live a life of abundance. I am your host, Victoria Rader. Are you stressed? Do not fear. Our amazing guest, Sarah Elise Rosner, is the CEO and creative stress management consultant at Live Well Enhance You LLC. Take a deep breath in and out. Here is Sarah Elise, a voice for stress free solutions. Okay, and it's now my absolute pleasure to welcome Sarah Elise to All About the Voice podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me today, Victoria. Now, I was spoiled to be a guest on Sarah's podcast, and I was really, really amazing. <laughs> had a great time. So much fun. You're a light. I know your listeners feel the same way. So thank oh, you. Thank you. Tell me about your podcast. Since that kind of came in, tell us a little bit about the journey of your podcast, how we can find you and what we can learn there. Yeah. So I originally started the podcast as a quest to gain more knowledge on different aspects of health, wellness, um, spirituality, ways to kind of invest in yourself by literally Bitcoin, anything. Like I wanted to learn other people's markets and understand their mission to help the world cultivate a healthier or reduce stress, if you will, environment for their everyday lives. So it was called Stress-Free Solutions. And that's kind of what I've been running with. We're in season two. You can find it on Apple, Spotify. And I'm excited because you're going to be on there in April as well. So we're going to be, you know, sharing our knowledge in our our wheelhouses, our zones of genius, if you will. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity. 
neat, neat. And now, you guys, as you hear that, it is solution spelled as soul. You, as always, you will see all of the notes in the episode. I mean, all of the uh, links in the episode notes, but it is solutions with S O U L. And we're very big here on being a soul family. So welcome to soul family, Miss Sarah Lee Rosner. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are now a part of a pretty crazy family group. So talk to me about stress. Like I look around and I honestly, can say I don't know anyone who has not experienced elevated levels of stress. Yeah, I have seen it for many years. So when I first started in just business in general, I was in musical theater. So I had that sort of creative edge to a lot of my my business. And then I went into fitness. Mm -hmm. And so I saw different elements of people in the corporate, people performing on a stage and all the stress that came along with it. So it didn't matter whatever you did, stress always seemed to appear, but it was how we could deal with it and how we could embrace it, acknowledge it, allow ourselves to experience it, and then break away from those old habits. So that was something that was very, very informative when I first started was I had a lot of stress. And because of that, I found it fascinating and I wanted to learn more techniques to deal and reduce my own stress. And that's how everything in that's how my business started to blossom was because I noticed a problem, not just in my life, but in my client's life. And we really connected there. So with research and time, I developed Live Well Enhance You so that I could go and help corporations cultivate, well, cultivate a low stress environment for their employees so that they could ultimately live happier and healthier and more productive lives, both at home and in the workplace. You know, and I really, really appreciate the clarity that you're offering because I hear so much, and I call it false advertisement, of stress-free environment. And I'm thinking, that is poison on steroids. Why would right. you want to have no stress? I, I mean, the healthy amount of stress is the basis of our involvement, both as physical species and I believe as spiritual beings. And so I look at your steps that you've just briefly mentioned. Correct me if I jotted them down wrong, that I, lo I looked at you embracing, acknowledging, experiencing, and then breaking away. So take us on the journey for each one of those. If possible, if you could tell me a little bit of your life story. This is how I embraced stress and... Yeah. Yeah. So as a performer, I really embraced it. And I lived it to my full extent. I would get into a show and I would eat, breathe, and live that show. I would eat, breathe, live that character, the family that's created, the community, and that's all I would do. And I had nothing else outside of those people and that production. So I was embracing it without me knowing it, but I was so focused on making it the best experience possible for the audience and for my for my family on stage. And I didn't realize, though, well, that was a little bit unhealthy because everything else would kind of spiral. And I didn't know how to kind of embrace my actual family during that time because I was so focused in on that and also school. I was in college then too. So I was focused on that in school and nothing else. And I wasn't aware of everything else going around me. 
But in that moment, I was just embracing it. And I, I loved eating, breathing and living in it. Hmm. What was your favorite role? If you had one? Oh, um, so it, it's hard. I would say there were a couple of roles that I've had that are great. I Probably my favorite was actually in high school. I got to play Tobias in <laughs> Sweeney Todd, and he, it was a male character, so that yeah. was fun. You could take on a child-like role, but he was just someone that was fascinated with life. And then for those of you that haven't seen Sweeney Todd, go see it. But this kid discovers something about the pies he was eating, and he was mortified. And then everything crashes down and he has struggles and challenges. And it's very, it's a fascinating play, but that's just one character out of at least six others that are crucial to that story. But Sweeney Todd is one of my favorite shows. Um, it was a play and then became a musical with Stephen Sondheim, who mm -hmm. actually passed the uh, this past year, but one of my favorite songwriters of all time. So it was, you know, an honor to, be a part of a production that also had these roots with Stephen Sondheim. Amazing, amazing, amazing. What would you say was um, his main lesson he was learning in that show? I mean, in, in the scenario of the show, what was the main lesson for the character? For him, I think it was that he was too trusting. I think that was his, what he learned personally. And I also believe that he discovered that he was becoming a man and an adult. And that was scary to him too, because all of those like childlike fascinations he had about the world were proven to be wrong mm -hmm. and his core was shaken because of it. You know, and I, the reason I'm asking that, because that's kind of, that would probably be my recollection of the character. And I thought, you know, that's right. There's the cause of stress. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we stress because we've created a little bubble of what we think things should be. Yes. And things never go as we think they should be. And then we experience this phenomenal amount of stress based, I think, on our need to control it back to where we think it should be. Oh, yeah. So many people. We all over your 20s, you're looking to discover who you are. And then you discover who you are. And then some people are not 100% satisfied with who they are. And then there's new challenges. And it always builds, I feel like, every decade. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's stress is fascinating. But I think we can either, you know, embrace it or we can start to acknowledge that there are some issues with it and we shouldn't be living in it 24-7. Mm -hmm. So once you embrace and acknowledge, how do you prepare yourself to experience it in the best way? What would be some steps you could give us to look at? So kind of going with, I guess, the performer's brain, I'll start there. I think that it took me a while to realize that acknowledging it meant that I had to see it. And I just was like, I saw a part of it, but I didn't see the whole picture. So for me, I had to journal, write it down. I also am a very auditory person. So listening to kind of self-help books and understanding the science behind stress made me realize that 
you know, the, the frontal cortex of my brain, if, if I keep on doing this, it's actually going to cause harm to my whole body and, you know, shorten this beautiful life that I'm, I'm living. So once I was able to actually see it and experience it, that was when I was able to take the action steps needed to understand it and accept that's where I am, but that doesn't mean I have to stay there. So I think that's something, you know, your listeners can do too, is just take ownership, but don't judge yourself on it. Mm, really, really understand that. So take ownership, but don't judge yourself on it. I'll kind of have to deepen that because I think that there is a very profound angle to that. So once you accept that stress, right? Because to me, the opposite of judgment is acceptance. You accept your stress. What do we do next? Once you accept it, I mean, for me, for stress, I had to basically write down all the moments in my life that I felt stress. And I would say, dig deeper, ask yourself the tough questions. Why do you feel stressed in those moments? Is it because of a certain instance from the past? Is it a person? Do you connect it with, you know, a situation? Are you afraid of the future? get a little bit deeper with why you're actually stressed. What actually is the root of your stress? Mm -hmm. When clients come to you, Sarah Lise, how do you access their level of stress, I guess, because sometimes I think people are actually unaware they're stressed. You know, remember, I don't remember what event it was, but I was going through emotions and all of a sudden I felt my shoulders kind of go down and I was like, oh, wait a minute. That means all the way till that moment, I've been in a complete, you know, adrenaline <laughs> yeah. stress drive. And until my shoulders actually went down. So now I make it a point of just checking where my shoulders are because so much of the stress is subconscious. So how do you equip your clients to monitor for that first step of awareness of stress? It's so interesting that you said that about your shoulders, because a lot of my practice over the years, coming from theater and then into fitness and, and movement is movement. So that's the first thing I really do is I let them talk and they just tell me, you know, tell me about your average day. What's your day look like? And what I notice is certain parts of the day their shoulders are starting to rise up as they talk about it and their speech pattern changes. And then they start to get breathless or then they start to pause and kind of notice themselves speeding up and not having this breath support underneath them or the system. It it feels shaky. And yeah. So when you said the shoulders, 100%, we have to kind of look at the different points in their bodies and see when they're just talking about something, you know, as simple as their day, what's irritating them. So I associated midpoint of my day, this was where their shoulders were. Mm -hmm. And then we talked about that specific area and dug deeper into why are they feeling stressed at that point. Fascinating. Have you found some commonalities? Like what are the main stressors for people that you've worked with that you could say, oh, yeah, these are the top stressors in people's life, like right now, maybe coming out of COVID or generally, what are some patterns that you've observed? For parents, particularly, because I have a lot of clients that have kiddos um, that are going to school wearing the mask and, and, you know, they have different feelings 
mm-hmm. both with or without masks. And they also are stressed because they have their corporate job in addition to taking care of their kid. So they never know what's happening. What's the next month going to look like? They don't love the inconsistency. Mm-hmm. And then they feel they don't have any time for themselves. Because, and then they feel if they're not making time for their kid, then they're bad parents. So mm-hmm. these are almost the struggles that they're dealing with on a daily basis because it keeps changing for them. There's no consistency. So what are some of your empowering patterns or kind of encouraging maybe affirmations that you would take the parents through when they find themselves in that situation? I love this question. Some affirmations I have them do is always with movement. So because they feel the stress in their body, I literally have them jump around and say positive words to themselves. You know, it could be as simple as I am enough, but that's a really strong statement for someone Mm -hmm. that doesn't feel they're the best parent or that they're not doing everything. Uh, I make time for me on a daily basis. I have people set alarms so that they actually do these things. And remember to have this as a continual practice because they need even to take a breath, right? They see that on their alarm, they're going to do it because they're going to see it as a reoccurring thing. And it's going to be a reminder like, oh, I have not breathed today or eat a nice meal. Like also just little habits that they're trying to create in their everyday life. I try and Mm -hmm. press into their lives on a weekly and then hopefully a daily basis. What have been some of your maybe success stories or big ahas that you've experienced your clients to arrive at as a result of his journey? It's interesting. There's this whole mirroring that happens. So when I'm starting to make a change in my life, I notice that my clients start to make a a simple change. So even talking to one of my personal training clients about a shift I've done in my snacks because I always make a joke about this, but I'm a big hot Cheetos lover. And that was something I could never get away from. But I was like, I need to find snacks that work with me. So, you know, I would start to have like snap peas. And I told one of my clients that, and then she said, wow, I never thought of snap peas, but I love snap peas and I haven't had them in forever. And then she started implementing that into her, you know, little routine was snacking on snap peas. So I really love seeing what happens with just those little changes. And another thing that happened with a client that was remarkable was her blood pressure went down Mm -hmm. and her naturopath doctor said, I'm really proud of you because you are not only saying and doing, you know, physical activity, but I actually see a difference happening in your body. Like I can just see the levels going down. So actually hearing that was probably one of the best moments as a trainer and a health coach. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of things that I am, you know, taking out of this is that th- that awareness through finding the cause of stress, then the movement, the affirming through it. But for somebody who is new to tracking their own behavior or seeing the patterns, what would be your advice? How do they track those stress moments? Take a look through your day and start with your morning. Literally go through your day and just write down anything you notice. And I always say your gut is 
probably the best indicator to what's actually going on through the body. So I have some gut issues, if you will, a little IBS. And I noticed that routinely. If I only had coffee in the morning, my stomach would be in knots, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of taking, again, ownership and acknowledging like this moment in the day, I haven't had any water. So I'm feeling groggy. Well, maybe if I had that eight ounces to start of water each morning, maybe I will feel a little bit more awake. So little shifts like that can lead to bigger impact in your life. So I'd say have yourself start with those moments in your day where you notice, ooh, my stomach's in knots. I'm so full. I'm feeling groggy. I'm nauseous. I feel tight. Take Mm -hmm. note and then see why you're actually feeling that way. Okay, great. And what are some of the projects, programs you're developing to help our humanity to relieve the stress a bit? (laughs) So I've been crafting a lot of different programs uh, specific to individual corporations, but I know they're all about the bottom line, right? They want to see productivity. So what I've started to do is use the Pomodoro technique to my advantage. So 20 minutes, you have them working their butts off, but on a specific project. So they're intentionally working on something. They're not spreading themselves too thin. They're looking at one thing that they have to do. And then they have that five-minute break right after that 20 minutes. And they have to stop. And then what I have them do for their first five minutes is deep breathing paying attention to the rise and the flow of that breath and how that makes them feel. Hmm. And as soon as they start to do that, they do notice that, wow, my shoulders have gone down and also my brain is getting a break, right? So then after that, they have the 25 minutes. So they increase that intentional time, maybe with a different activity. Then they get 10 minutes of a real break, They get up and they move their bodies. They stretch. So I'm having companies look at productivity in a different way versus we're going to go from one meeting to the next. Let's actually embrace, embrace the craziness, but give our employees a moment to pause and take time to just reflect on what their body needs. Mm hmm. Which I think is is really, really uh, needed. Now, I love your name of your company, which is Live Well, Enhance You. Tell me how you arrived at that name. It really just came to me while I was working with this duo. They love to do branding for companies for their websites. And I just had gotten my health coaching certification. And I was like, what do I want this company to be about? And i what will actually sustain with that that name, right? So I could have it uh, one individual person. It could mean I'm talking to a big group of people, but it all comes back to that individual making a change in their life. And that's why the live well, because we don't have to be perfect, live well, and then enhance you. You are an amazing human being who you are right now. Just let's get you to a place that you feel even even better about your health, about it could be your wealth, whatever you are personally working on, you're going to get there. It's just one extra little step. What brings you most joy in the work that you do? I love 
seeing the results happen before my eyes and also acknowledging it to them and them realizing like, wow, I have come so far. Those are the moments that I really appreciate the job and and also it challenges me to even go further with my practice and develop new skills and, and new certifications and new research and get other people onto my podcast with similar similar views that want to spread their message in a different way than I can. And yeah, so I just, I love <laughs> you know, my own business. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm saying, yeah, she's pretty much saying what brings me joy is to live well and enhance me. You know, <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there thinking, huh, you know, what's my company's name? And I'm starting to go through my friends going, oh my gosh, we're all just, you know, marketing the divine purpose through the structure of a daily business here, you know, which I haven't thought of before. But as you've described so well, what living well and enhancing you is, and then you're like, oh yeah, what brings me joy is this, this, this. I'm like, oh, I'm connecting the dots. Yes. Yes. The dots. All right. Well, I kind of, I'm looking at, uh, you know, a couple of things that I wanted to do before I wrap up with the questions that I ask, where would our listeners find you? And, you know, once again, you guys, you know where the notes are, but I want Sarah Lee to direct us to the right place here. And is there anything special that you're currently offering? Yeah. So I am doing a variety of things. I've been focusing on corporations, but I still do work with individuals. So the best way to connect with me is either my email, sarah at livewellenhanceyou.com or on Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, my Instagram is Sarah Elise Coaching, one word. And yeah, I think that's the best way to connect. I will say that Regarding corporations, if you're interested, I do have a program called Enrich Your Workplace, and it's basically finding solutions for your company. What, you know, regardless of communication, is it nourishment, different areas, joy, different areas that we can make the work environment a more fun and healthy place for your employees. I love that. How do you define soul as a part of solutions. What does that word mean to you? So I think it kind of comes back to that live well, enhance you part. It's what is actually going to light your soul up that you're going to want to do the work. Mm -hmm. Powerful. All right. And here's the three questions that I always ask at the end of each episode. I want you to go in your life to a point where you would probably could use your expertise the most before you had it. So kind of think of maybe the most stressful or quite frankly, the darkest moment in your life and tell us what it is. And more importantly, if you, as you go there, what do you need to hear there? What would Sarah Lee today give us an advice to Sarah Lee on that day at that moment? So my father, uh, six years ago, had passed away from stage four kidney cancer. And that was definitely my darkest day. And the thing that I beat myself up for the most was not being there for him the last, you know, second. Like, I wish I would have been there for him and my mom in the same state at that last moment. And I would tell myself that you were always there for him. You 
went every weekend and you made a point of staying positive for him, letting him share whatever he wanted to share about his life or like his past and express himself. And that was probably the best thing you could have done was be a good listener for him. You know, and uh, I don't normally do that, but we're going to ask you to be a really good listener for this moment because I do know that he is conveying something to you. And so if you were to listen, what do you feel he's saying to you right now? I know he would have been saying, I'm very proud of you and being there for your mom and, you know, creating this life now with your partner, the right person for you. I'm, I know he would be saying he's super proud of everything I've been doing and continue to do. I believe that. I believe that with every fiber of my being, I also believe that the name of your podcast is inspired by your dad. I think his whole message to you, energetically speaking, as I see it, was just live well mm-hmm. and enhance you. And so I think every time you quote your podcast, you're quoting, I mean, you're quoting your the name of your business, you're bringing yeah. that, that advice in. So now looking forward, 20 years from now, whether it is this business that has become rather global presence or whether you've been guided to something else, if that Sarah release comes to you and sits by you right now, what would she tell you? Similar to what my dad said, I'm, I'm super proud of everything you've accomplished. And I know that it was challenging and a lot of different obstacles might have happened, but you were able to overcome and you've created such a beautiful life. And I'm thankful for you. That's beautiful. And I believe that to be true. (laughs) Now, finally, I know you've given us a lot of gold and practical tips. I know that, uh, you know, if, if, if our listeners really wanted to lean in and get those amazing tips you dropped along the way, they could find ways to manage stress better. But if there was one thing, like one quote, one story, one teaching, one message you would like for them to remember you by, what would that be? I say this a lot and it's starting to ring truer and truer as as I get older and it's actually behind me. Motivate your minds, motivate the minds, the body will follow. And it was funny because as a kid, it was the opposite. I motivated my body through fitness. And as I got older, that didn't work anymore. I needed to inspire my brain to push on through difficult times to embrace the challenges, to acknowledge it. And, you know, I think for your listeners too, to remind them that the motivation doesn't need to come from something external, it's internal. Well, thank you. I believe you've motivated our minds and I sure hope we'll be able to move our bodies as a result of that. (laughs) So thank you so much for being here with us today. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This was unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you. This was Sarah Elise Rosner taking us through stress managing techniques. Find out more at livewellenhanceyou.com. This is All About the Voice podcast, and I want to hear your voice. What has been of the greatest value to you today? Share your insight and share this episode with others. All links are in the description. I also want to invite the voice of happiness into your life via our iHappy Daily and iHappy Me apps, our daily energy boosters. You can download these apps, including a free version of iHappy Me from the Apple App Store or the Google Play App Store. 
for the voice of daily encouragement, grow with us with our free My Tree of Life Facebook group. If you want to join us in exploring how you can live your life with more freedom, head over to youtoshine.com. That is Y-U, number two, S-H-I-N-E dot com. I can't wait to get to know you and be a part of your journey of endless possibilities. Thank you again for listening to All About the Voice. I'm Victoria Rader, and I'll see you on the next episode.